So Philippians 1.6, if you're there, um, and then we're going to go down to Acts chapter 12. Philippians 1.6, it says, Being confident of this very thing, that he who has begun a good work in you will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. Now flip over to Acts chapter 12. So we've got to be confident in Christ Jesus. We're breaking out, amen. This is gonna, we're, we're breaking out. This is a year of breaking out. Acts chapter 12, verse 5. It says, Peter was therefore kept in prison, but constant prayer was offered to God for him by the church. And when Herod was about to bring him out, that night Peter was sleeping, bound with two chains between two soldiers, and the guards before the door was keeping the prison. Now behold, an angel of the Lord stood by him, and a light shone in the prison. And he struck Peter on the side, and he raised him up, saying, Arise quickly. Everybody say, Arise. And his chains fell off his hands. Then the angel said to him, Gird yourself and tie on your sandals. And so he did. And he said to him, Put on your garment and follow me. So he went out and he followed him. And he did not know that what was done was by the angel was real, but thought he was seeing a vision. When they were past the first and the second guard post, they came to the iron gate that led to the city, which opened to them its own accord. And they went out and went down one street, and immediately angel departed from him. And when Peter had come to himself, he said, Now I know for certain the Lord has sent an angel and has delivered me from the hand of Herod, from all the expect- uh, ex- expectations of the Jewish people. So when he had considered this, he came to the house of Mary, the mother of John, whose sure name was Mark, where many were gathered together praying. What were they doing? They were praying. The church was praying. They were praying for Peter. It's a good, good mark to underline. It says, And Peter knocked at the door of the gate. A girl named Rhoda came to answer. When she recognized Peter's voice because of her gladness, she did not open the gate but ran and announced that Peter stood before the gate. But they said to her, You are beside yourself. Yet she kept insisting that it was so. So they said, It's an angel. Now Peter continued knocking. And when they opened the door, they saw him. They were astonished, but... Uh, but motioning to them with his hands to keep silent. He declared to them how the Lord had brought him out of the prison. And he said, Go tell these things to James and to the brethren. And he departed and went to another place. Father, I thank you for your word tonight. I thank you, Father, that we have a clear picture, Lord, of, of, of Peter breaking out and, Lord, being freed by you, Father. And, Lord, I pray that, Lord, as we go into 2024, uh, you know, Lord, this would not only be a, a, a year of breaking out, a year of elevating, a year of thriving. Father, but Lord, that this would be this would be a year of seeing. I pray for great vision upon this house and upon your people. Give us a heart to receive and give us ears to hear, I pray. In Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Um, one of the things that I, I love about this story, I preached it in, in different contexts at different times, but um, you know, one of the things that I, I seen and, and I heard Brother Stephen you know, get on. He preached around this uh, a few weeks ago on a Wednesday night, and it was a it was a wonderful word. But one of the things that 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 one of the things that will cause us to thrive in adversity, one of the things that will cause us uh, to to move forward, oftentimes is our response. You know, a lot of times, how you respond to a situation will determine the direction you'll move in in, in whatever area it might be. You guys, you guys, with me tonight? So. So we have to understand that 
with God, that, that he, He's a part of my life, and how I learn to respond to the voice of God, to the things He's asking me to do, is very, very important. Um, you know, when I think about, um, you know, when I think about, uh, you know, the influences over my life that allowed me to, to break out of a mindset or, or, or break out a way of life. You know, there's been, there's been great influences in my life, and many of you would probably say that. You know, somebody come alongside you and influenced you or, or give, you, uh, give you a hope or give you a direction or give you a vision. And, you know, from, from my parents, I, I can go back and look at and, and see things that my parents instilled in me. It was a, there was a work ethic. There was, a, there was something even early on in my life that my parents were, were, very, were very, very work-driven. Um, you know, to be honest, maybe not always good because they worked a lot. But, however, I, I gathered something from my parents. And so I, I learned at a very young age that... If you're going to get ahead in life, you're going to thrive, amen. You're going to thrive in life. You're going to have to work. You're, there's things that you're going to have to do to make things happen. And, um, and I'm talking even, even around this because, see, God wants us to thrive in adversity. I'm, get, I'm getting somewhere with breakout here in a second. But it, it's these two words so much ran together at the beginning of the year. And I remember writing down as I was preparing, uh, you know, our, our message for the year, I, I, I kept seeing breakout and I kept seeing thrive and and you know what are we actually breaking out in what 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 are we what's what are we breaking out in in 2024 it's we're breaking out into new things I believe that we're breaking out into uh, a, an understanding I believe God wants to impart in His people great understanding this year. You know, we spent time around it very, you know, early on talking about how the Lord wants to grow us individually, body, soul, and spirit. Body, soul, and spirit. So it's not that we're just, we're, we're spiritually strong. It's important that we're strong spiritually, amen? But it's, it's just as important that our minds are strong, amen? That our minds are sharp, that our physical bodies are in shape. So, so these are things that, that, that I believe God's been speaking to us, been speaking to the church, and of course we've been preaching a lot around it. And, um, you know, we know, we know something here, and I just to back up a little bit and look at Peter's life. Peter was, Peter was, was influenced by Jesus. You guys with me? He was influenced by Jesus. We even see it in Matthew 4. And I'm, you don't have to go there, but, but it says, We know that Peter's life was impacted by Jesus. And it, it, even right here it says, In Jesus, walking by the Sea of Galilee, saw two brothers, Simon called Peter and Andrew his brother, casting out their nets into the sea, for they were fishermen. Then he said to them, Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. And what did they do? This is, this is the key even around the first point tonight. They immediately left. They responded. They immediately left. And so this is something I want to drive home tonight. And you, you covered it. And you, you, were, you were talking about our response and how important our response is. Because Peter's laying in, he, he's laying in a jail. He, he, he's asleep in the jail. <laughs> I'm going to cover that in a second as well. But he, you know, he's, he's resting. He's not fretting. It, it didn't say Peter was crying. Peter was weeping. Peter was, Peter was you know, 
Thought this was going to be his last breath. No, Peter was found in prison. He, 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 was, he was sleeping. He was in a restful place. I'm going to tell you tonight that God can bring a rest upon you. That you know that you know that my life, my life is surrendered to him. I, I, I surrender. Amen. You, you know, as we sing that song, I, I, I close my eyes and I'm thinking, you, you, know what I, you know what I'm saying? This is the honest truth. I'm saying, am I fully surrendered? No, God, am I, am I fully surrendered? Do you have all of me, Lord? Because, and that's why even tonight, even I think maybe even around the songs, because, you know, I'm, 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 I'm at this place where am I fully surrendered? Does he, have my, does he truly have my all? Or does he just have me, you know, does he just have my, 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 my look like I have it all? I don't know if that's right, but it sounded right, so... That, that it looks like I have it all together. He has that, but does, does he have my all? Does, 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 he, does he have all of me? Because if I sing I surrender, and I'm not surrendered, man, you, you really don't, you don't really fall fully in. You guys with me tonight? You don't really fall fully in if you're not fully surrendered. I believe Peter, you know, we, we see his life of... Um, being one of the great disciples, but we also see, you know, Jesus kindly telling him that, you know, you would walk away from me. <laughs> and that when the rooster crows the third time, <laughs> you will have denied me. No, certainly not me, Lord. Certainly not me. Not to hang around that story, but we understand that Peter preached, he preached on the day of Pentecost <laughs> a powerful sermon. And, it, you know, he was filled with the Holy Ghost. He was filled with the Holy Ghost. But what causes, what causes you, what causes you to go beyond? Go beyond where you're at right now. What, you know, what, what will cause you to go on, go, go beyond in 2024? I believe we can see something in this story. And as Dr. preached, he preached around this area of breakout. I believe it's in your immediate response to God. It's your quick, your, your, you know, we talked about obedience today. It's your quick obedience to God. It's not, not I hope that someday I'll do it, but it's, it's, the, it's now. God's asking me to do something. It's, 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 I'm, I'm quick to obey what God's asking me to do. We see that as a prime example in Peter's life. He was, when he was filled with the Holy Ghost, he was quick to stand before thousands of people declaring the word of the Lord. Everything had shifted because the Holy Spirit had gotten a hold of him. Everything shifts in your life because the Holy Spirit gets a hold of you. Don't leave that. Don't leave that. Don't forgo. Don't forgo what he's put in you. Don't forgo what, what lives on the inside of you. Don't, don't, don't try to measure, you know, well, I, when, you know, because oh, people will, will say, well, you know, when, you know, I, I, I hate it when people try to squelch the Holy Ghost in people. You see somebody that, that's young and newly saved, and you know, yeah, I used to be on fire like you. Don't ever, don't ever, don't ever, don't, don't, don't speak those things. You can be on fire when, how old are you, Brother John? It don't matter how old you are, but Brother John, yep, yeah, he don't care to share his age, but Brother John, he still got fire. He's 60-some years old, amen? And you know what he's praying for? More fire. <laughs> More fire, so you, you, don't have to, you, you don't have to leave that. So we're, we're, we're not here to put out anybody's fire. We're here to stoke the fire. Amen? But, you know, Peter was, 
you know, and, and I, love, I love this story, but, but Peter, he did something. He, he responded. He responded. You know, Peter, you know, I, I go back to even when we were in Maui in January, you know, Jesus chose worthy people. He chose worthy people. He chose, he, 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 wasn't, he wasn't just walking down the street hoping he would find somebody to make them a disciple. You know, I, I believe many were added that heard, amen, faith comes by hearing. They heard about the miracles, they heard about the signs, they heard about the wonders. <laughs> many heard, but Jesus, he, he chose worthy people. So it's important that we understand that as, 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 as a believer, I'm, I'm a worthy person. I'm somebody that God can use, amen. That when he comes calling, right, when he, when he comes calling, I, I'm here to respond. And my response has to be quick. My response has to be immediate. Amen. You know, I love it in Acts chapter 3. You know, I love the story. You know, here, here's Peter, you know, at the, at, at the gate. And the beggar's begging, begging for alms. And Peter says, silver and gold I do not have. But what I have to you, I'll give to you freely. Get up. Get up. What, what, what happens? There's a response. The man gets up. He immediately gets up. So it's, it's, catch this, because it's when the Lord speaks and when the Lord moves, because, you know, I, I, I'll take my life for an example. I'll use my life as an example tonight, because, you know, as the Lord spoke to me about my health last year, I got in the gym, uh, I, I think it was you know, late December, early January, you know, I fell out. Anybody ever be in the gym for a little while, and then, then, then the wheels come off, right, or something? Well, I found myself out of the gym for four weeks. But, you know, I, you know, I wasn't in a place where I was going to beat myself up over it. I, 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 you know, no, I know what I'm going to do. So, but when the wheels come off, you've got to learn to respond. Get back into that. No, Lord, you told me this. I've got to do this. I'm not waiting till January of 2025 to have a new plan. No, my plan is now. I'm going to go back into responding to the Holy Spirit, responding to God now. You know, well, you know, I, I, I was doing this. It's like a fast. I was fasting for seven days, and then, then I had a chocolate chip cookie. And then, you know, th that'll pull people completely. I use that as an example. I don't know why. But, you know, I had a cookie, and, you know, and it pulled me out of my fast. No, get back on your fast. Get back on your fast. Go back into it, responding to God, that, that immediate response. If you've, got to, if you've got to move into an area where there's forgiveness, ask, ask for forgiveness. Repent if you've got to repent, but get back into it. Get back into responding. We've got to learn as believers to respond to the Holy Ghost now. Not, not, not wait, not, not think, well, th there'll be a better plan later. No, respond. Learn to respond now. Learn to respond now. Learn to respond now. You know, just even in the book of um, in the book of Mark, the word immediately is mentioned forty-two times. Forty-two times. In the New Testament, it's roughly eighty-five to ninety times that the word immediate is is mentioned. So I, I believe that when you, you see something like that in the Bible, I, I think it, you know it, it it should it should show us something as believers. That God's looking for our response now. He's looking for us to, to do it now. Not, not wait, but move into the realm of faith is what? Faith is now. 
Faith is now. So we move into the area of faith when we say, no, faith is now. I'm going to respond to God now. I'm going to respond to God now. If you're waiting to, to make sure everything's lined up, it won't always line up. You know, you know, couples, I remember, you know, you minister to couples over the years and, you know, they'll, you know, we've, well, we've been engaged for 12 and a half years, just wait until where we can afford to get married. But you've been engaged for 12, you know, it's an example, but, but, you know, in our culture, we think long-term engagements mean something. I don't, I don't understand. I, sorry if you had one. I hope you didn't, but, but. You know, but if you were engaged for five or six years, uh, and, and, you know, because people will come to me and say, Pastor, I, you know, I want to get married, but, boy, it's expensive. And I'm like, well, you know, think about this. You're paying rent. She's paying rent. You can save money right there. Uh, well, you know, it's, it, but it's expensive to raise kids nowadays. It's expensive to raise kids nowadays. You know, we, we got to have a plan. We got to have a, a, a better job. We got to have this. We got to have that. You know, listen, when the Lord speaks, you've got to be able to move. Move, move now. Move now. Faith is now. Amen? Your response is, in, is, is very important. You know, I, I, I like this because Peter's response was quick and it was, it was decisive. When the angel of the Lord appeared to him and um, struck him, what did he do? Did he lay there and complain? Did he, did, he, did he mix words? Did he ask questions? No, he got up. He got up. Tonight you need to hear that. You, sometimes you just got to get up. Sometimes you just you got to get you got to get up and you just got to get moving. Well, my my body. I sometimes you just got to get up and you get moving. You get up and you get moving. You speak to whatever part of your body that's causing whatever problem. I mean, I praise God. You know, my feet for almost over a year, over a year, over a year. I mean, you know, if I could go with the normal tendencies of what everybody says. Well, it's winter in West Virginia. You know, your feet are going to start, you know, you're going to have pain. You know, I had surgery on my feet and whatever, and you're going to have all that pain because it's winter and arthritis. And, you know, they, give him, you know, they call him Arthur or whatever they call him. I don't, they, they give everything a name, right? You, you just deal with that. No, I, I, I didn't want to deal with that. So my response was no. I'm, 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 my, that, my immediate response was no, I'm going to stay healed. I'm going to be healed of the Lord. Amen. I'm, my feet are going to my feet are going to work. My feet are going to my feet are going to be fine. I'll, I'll walk all the days of my life. I'll not be I'll, I'll I'll not need a cane. Amen. Those those are declarations. These these are personal ones I made. You, you know, you've got to fight for that. You've got to you've got to respond to the Holy Spirit as as he's as he's giving you things. You've got to respond to him that way. No, I'm, I'm fighting for this. I'm doing this because he's in me. Amen. The, the Holy Spirit will put a fight in people. He'll put something in you that, makes, that, that will cause you to want to wanna be driven, to want to to fight. Peter's response, though, was very immediate. He got up. Everybody say, get up. Because, see, that's, that's, that's the key. You have to get up. You have to get up. You know, it's a very simple question, you know, for this year. What are you believing the Lord for? And I, and I believe it, it. you have to make this so personal. You, you, have to, you, you have to really get personal with the Lord this year. 
What are, what are you believing? What are you believing to see this year? And as Pastor Miranda shared at the beginning of the year, it, go back and listen to that message. It's a really good message if you need it. But listen, if, if you could, you, you this year could make a shift in one, two, three areas, it, would deter, it, could, determine the, the, it could determine the rest of your life. It, it, it's something in you, it could cause a shift in your life that's, that you remember that in 2024, I made this change. I made, I, I made this change in my life. You know, I, you know, let me use another example because I was, uh, I, I, I'd set my faith and set my, my goals, my, my workout goals to be in the gym four times a week. I don't know why. I mean, it's it, because that's what I used to do. I used to, I used to, you know, two days this, two days that. I, I set my faith to be, in, but I could never get to the gym four times a, a week. I'm going to give this to somebody because you, you need to hear this. And, and, and so I was like, I, you know, rather than beating myself up, I was like, Lord, you know, and me trying to get to the gym at 5 o'clock is not a good idea. Because I, I, everything, we do a lot of things in the evening in Kings. We, you know, we've got life groups, we've got this, we've got that. So me trying to go to the gym from 4 to 6 or 7, if it was open at 11 or 12, it would probably be a better time for me. Maybe I need to change gyms. Amen. Gracious, I know we're talking about that. So, however... I was like, Lord, what am I doing? You know, these this is conversations I have with the Lord. I don't know if anybody's like, Lord, what what am I doing? Why why am I, why am I trying to do something that, that I know logically right now I've been trying to do for four months that that I, that I'm not making happening, and just real quick in my spirit, it was like, why don't you do three days? Why don't you do three days? Well, that's a good idea. That's a good idea. I could do Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. I could do Monday, Wednesday, because see, the Lord, anybody, you have conversations like this with the Lord? I do. I do. You know, it was like three days. Well, for two weeks now, two, two or three weeks now, my Monday, Wednesday, and Friday schedule, last Wednesday, I, I did miss last Wednesday because we had visitors in, but for about two or three weeks, I was able to keep my schedule of Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And it was just like, that, that's, that's the learning. It, it, you know, I know I'm, I'm going to get back to the text here in a second, but it's the learning to hear from God. That when he says, shift this, or you get an immediate response to something that you're having an issue with, that he'll come in and say, try this. Rather than argue with God, rather than, well, I'm determined that I'm going to do for it. It's all or nothing. Sometimes you got to make the adjustments, and I believe that's what this year's about. I believe it's learning to make the adjustments. Learning, learning to make that a, a adjustment. You know, maybe it's around prayer. Maybe you're like, well, you know, I want to, you know, I want to be in prayer five days a week. Well, if you're not in prayer one day a week, why would you set your goal to, to be five? Start at one or two. And you and you build up to that. That way you're, you're, you're not getting yourself discouraged. You're not beating yourself up. Set your faith for one or two days. I, I say that all the time from this pulpit. Set your faith this week for what you want to see happen. Amen. And, and if you begin to do that, you'll begin to, you'll begin to recognize and you'll begin to hear, that's the Holy Spirit speaking to me and I'm responding. I'm responding immediately, immediately to what the Holy Spirit's speaking and saying. Rather than, rather than oh, I just missed it. I missed it because, you know, listen, we're all growing. Everybody in here is growing at whatever level. You don't want to go through life, the whole, your whole entire life. I missed it. I missed it. I missed it. 
No, I, I walked this out in faith. I seen this in faith. I did this. I responded. But listen, your, responses, your, your response to God, your obedience, your quickness, your response to God is very important. Uh, very important. So learn, learn, learn to do that. You know, I, I think sometimes we have to be careful because we're, we're waiting on God to release something to us. When if we begin to understand his word, we begin to understand what it says, it's already been released to us. It's already been given to us. It's, it's for us to know the mysteries. It's for us to know the knowledge of God. It's, it's for us to know the quick responses in life. You know, the church, we, we see something here with the church. We know that the, the, the church offered constant prayer for Peter. And I want to say this tonight, you, you know, we, we can't leave prayer. Don't leave prayer. Don't leave, don't leave that place of, of being. You know, corporate prayer is important in our, in our church. You, you, everybody knows that. Kings is a, is a praying church. Dr. Morocco, you know, you know I, the first question I ever asked him when I had an opportunity to meet him, what was the greatest miracle you ever said? And many of you have heard this, and it, I hold it dear to my heart. He said prayer. Prayer is the greatest miracle I've ever seen. I'm thinking, man, you know, he's, he's seen a lot, right? He's an apostle. He's, he's had great people in his house, and, and um, you know, he's seen a tremendous amount of things in his life. But he said, you know, when people get up at 4 o'clock in the morning, 5 o'clock in the morning, and, and, they, and they give of themselves to pray, he said, that's the greatest miracle. You know, I think it was for his birthday last year. Um, I think it was the 6 a.m. service. Uh, the church in Maui filled the house, and there was like 1,000 people in that building for his birthday. You know, what's he desire for the church? A church that prays. But you see something in this story. Constant prayer was being offered up. You know, we've, we've added, we've got, we've got prayer covered seven days a week in this house now. I'm thankful for that. You know, we started, we started in, this, in this location. A every morning, Rand and I would come down here and pray. And we realized something very quickly because of everybody's schedules. It's not easy to hold a 6 a.m. prayer service it, you know, in West Virginia, because many people are going to work. But then God gave us the strategy. We went to Messenger. I remember Brother Don said, you know, we, we talked about it. I, I don't even know if it was you the one said, why don't we do an online thing? If you guys are there, why don't you call in or we do that? And, and next thing you know, we had the right strategy. And, you know, and honestly, this is, I rejoice in this because, you know, weekly right now, 30, 30, 30 to 35 people in this house are in prayer every day of the week. Amen. You know, Saturday we'll build. I know that's, we added a new time, 8, 8 a.m., and, you know, right now there's 8 to 10 people, I think, roughly in our Saturday prayer. But we're praying corporately. But what corporate prayer should teach you is it, it should also show you the importance for individual prayer. So not, not only you pray corporately, but you learn to pray individually. But constant prayer was offered for Peter. We see that. It says when the angel of the Lord, you know, found Peter, he was bound in, in chains. Uh, again, it says something about Peter's character. Peter wasn't. He wasn't fretting. He, wa he, wasn't, he wasn't worried. He was in a place of resting. You know, and I love it because Peter, Philippians 1, 6, being confident of the very thing. Being confident of the very thing. Can I tell you tonight that you can have a confidence and you can rest in knowing you're secure in Christ Jesus. And this, is, this was Peter's life, being confident of the very thing. He who has begun a good work in you will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. He's going to complete it. He's going to complete the work in you. I, I, you know, 
you, you gotta you gotta remove feelings, and you gotta you gotta look at what what Jesus what what He's showing you. You know, it, it, you know, honestly, it's like I I know I, I feel like I know what the Lord showed me in the future, so I know that I have a destiny and I have a purpose that's out here that I haven't seen come to life yet. My wife, the same thing. I you know I he He's shown her things, and those things aren't completed yet. So I'm, I'm not checking out anytime soon because I, 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 I've seen what God has for me. You've got to begin to see that way. You've got to begin to, you, you know, if you're not married, you want to be married. You've got to begin to see your future. You, you, you know, you, you, if you feel called or you feel, you feel led to start a business or you feel, you've got to begin to see that. You've got to begin, and, and you know, even this, you've got to begin to respond to that. That immediate, that immediate obedience is so important with Christ Jesus. Amen. It's so, so important. You begin to see those things. You've got to, you know, you to determine in yourself. You, 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 determination is a, is a great thing. And, and every Christian, every believer needs determination. But you've got to determine it in, in yourself. You've got to determine, you know, no, this is what I'm doing. This is where I'm headed. This is, th- these are the things that I'm going to break out in in 2024. I'm breaking out. I'm not going to be shackled by this. I'm not going to be held down, but I'm breaking out. And that's, that's what I love about this story because, you know, the angel of the Lord appears to Peter, you know, and he, 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 he strikes him. And what's Peter do? He gets up. He gets up. He responds. So you, you respond. You respond to the Holy Spirit. You respond to the things of life. And, you know, I, I, I get this picture. As Peter's passing through, he's passing through the first, the first run of guards, the second run of guards. You know, and, and Peter gets outside and he's, he said, whether this is a dream or a vision, I don't know. And then the angel leaves and Peter's outside the prison. He's out, can you picture that? Can you picture, I'm, I'm, you know, it'd be like you being locked up in Moundsville Penitentiary, for those that know what that is or where it was at. It would be like you passing through, which that, that prison looked horrible, I mean, but it would be like passing all the guards. And then you're standing outside looking at this massive wall, wondering how you got out. But Jesus, but God. But God. You see two things. You see constant prayer being offered up for Peter. You see Peter's response. It was an immediate response. He, 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 he moved now. You know, listen, you've got, you've got to move. In 2024, you've got, to, you've got to move quickly as the Lord's speaking. If you're resting on an idea, you're resting on a thought, you, you, you've got to, how do you turn that into faith? How do, how do you begin to work it? How do you begin to make it happen? What things do you need to do? What are the steps? What are, what are the steps? Sometimes you've got to go back and repeat. You got to go back and repeat. You got to you, you, determination is a great thing. You know, I realized even this many years ago. I, you, you, as you follow people, and you you get it, you get around people in ministry, you you look at someone's life, and it's like, how do they do that? How do they have such great faith? And the Lord began to show me again many years ago. Where's your faith? What's your faith? What, what, what are you doing? And, then, and it was like, and then my eyes, my eyes honestly could begin to come off of people. It's not that I idolize people. We're not called to idolize people. But I, I would look at people and like, man, that's so awesome. I'd like to, 
it's not like I, you know, not, not you know, idolatry or anything like that, that I wanted what they had or covet, covet, covetousness, you know, or anything like that. But, but you see things and you're like, how did they get here this way? Or how did they get there? And, you know, and it, you observe, you glean, you learn. Amen. That, that stuff's so important. But I realized something. God made me. He made you. And you, you, guess what? You're the best you. There's nobody that can be better than you. There's nobody. I can't be Stephen. Stephen can't be Brad. Amen. That, isn't, that, isn't that great? That we're, we're all wired differently. That God made us differently. He molded us. He made us differently for a purpose and for a plan. Amen. You know, Peter, you know, and I, and I love it. You know, Peter was found in a resting position. Hebrews 4, it says, Therefore, since a promise remains of entering his rest, let us fear least of any seem to have come short of it. For indeed, the gospel was preached to us as well as to them. But the word that they heard did not profit them, not being mixed with what? Anybody know? Faith. Not being mixed with faith. We've got to maintain. And I know where faith is coming out, and we're, we're talking a lot about faith. Faith, faith is action. Faith is work. You, you, you work this thing. You, you continually are in a place where you're working it. Faith without works is dead. Just back into the story. I'm going to close here in just a few minutes. It says, Now behold, an angel of the Lord stood by him, and a light shone in the prison. And he struck Peter on the side, and he raised him up, saying, Arise quickly. And the chains fell off. And then, he, then, then the angel said to him, Gird yourself and tie your sandals. And so he did. And he said to him, Put on your garments and follow me. So he went out and he followed him. And he did not know that which was done by the angel. But thought he was seeing a vision. When they were past the first and the second guard post, they came to the iron gate that leads to the city, went open to them its own and it opened to them on its own accord. And then they went out and they went down on the street, and immediately the angel departed from him. The other word again is immediately. The angel immediately departed. And when Peter had come to himself, he said, Now I know for certain, for the Lord has sent an angel, and he has delivered me from the hand of Herod and from the Jewish people. See, the Lord's speaking to people. I believe that this year. You know, what caused Peter to, to thrive? What caused Peter to, to move the dial? What caused Peter to be a great disciple was his response. And I close with that tonight. You, you know, that's the, that's the one thing that, that I want to learn. I, I, I personally, as, as, as your pastor, I want to be obedient to respond to God when he calls. Or when he asks me to, to do something, I'm, I'm quick. I'm, I'm faithful. I'm obedient to do what he asks. What's going to cause you this year to respond? Why does this why 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 should this year look any different than any other year? I would say this because you know listen we're we're maturing. We're 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 not in the same place we were at the beginning of 2023 as a church, right? You guys you guys with me tonight? You you you're growing, right? You're growing as a believer. You're growing in the things of God. So we're we're not in the same place. My my life doesn't look the same as it did last year this time. Amen. I'm, I'm growing in the things of the Lord. I, I, you know, I, I can look to this church. I, I know people, God's touching people. God's growing people. People are, people are learning to respond.
to, to, to the call, to the things that he's asking. Man, it, it's exciting. But, you know, I guess if anything tonight, to leave you with this, it's when he speaks, be quick to respond. Be quick to respond. You know, I had hands laid on me in November with uh, Bishop Dag, Daddy Dag, that revival today church. And uh, in two times this year, there's been things that have happened to me personally that, that, I, that I felt by the Spirit. And, um, and I'm, I'm quickened by those things because, because I know that God wants my immediate, my, my um, immediate obedience. And, you know, when he, when he laid hands on me and he said, you know, how big's your church? I said, well, we run 100, you know, we minister 150 or something like that, you know. And the next thing out of his mouth, do you see a church of 1,000? Do you want a church of 1,000? My, my immediate response was yes. 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 It takes my yes. It, it's going to take your Yes. It, you know, th- this next level, th- this moving into a whole nother realm in, in, in this year, it's, it's first going to take your yes. So I, I, I said yes. Now, it, did, it didn't mean that I drove home and my church blew up. Or it's not my church. You know, it, it, it didn't mean, <laughs> you guys are with me? It didn't mean that, that, that the, well, I come home and the church is a thousand people. I said yes. I said yes. So as I said yes, now, now, God, now, now I've got to get, get more of it. So just because I said yes, I, 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 you know, I believe this way. I, I, I see, God, what you want to do. That was my yes. My, my immediate response was, yes, I'm doing this. I can't leave that vision. See, a lot of times we'll say yes to, to God in, in that moment, in the heat of a moment where, you know, it's, it's like, you know, <laughs> it's like an offering time. In the heat of the moment, you know, I, I felt to sow this, and then when you get home, it's like, what did I just do? You know, anyway, I don't know if that's ever happened to anybody, but... but um, See, he wants, he wants our yes. Because once you step into the yes with God, what he'll do is he'll come alongside you and he'll begin to unfold. He'll begin to unpack. He'll, be, he'll, he'll, he'll begin to give you the plan. He'll begin to bring people into your life that will, that will show you things, that will, help, that will help guard guard against the attacks of the enemy. But then he'll, he'll put the right people in your life to help you excel. You know, I, I wrestled with Thrive and Excel this year, and, and I felt Thrive was a better word. I mean, Rand and I, because I, I, I said, all I can see was that 2024 is going to be an increase. We're going to excel this year. It was like a rocket ship going up and blowing. It was going into the atmosphere. That's what I kept seeing all year. And I believe that over the people of this house. I believe that over you, that it that, that will be a year of increase. It will be a year of acceleration. And, of course, we settled on the word Thrive, and I love it. <laughs> But if if you've said yes, let's go ahead and stand to our feet tonight. If you if 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 you have if your yes, your yes to to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords is yes, Amen. I'll serve you. Yes, Amen. I'll give you minister if you would, brother Cly. Yes, I'll serve you. Yes, I'll. If if he has your yes. In obedience. Now you've got to get the strategy. You've got to get the strategy. 
you, you, you got to begin to sort out what that yes means. How do I excel? How do I thrive this year? It goes back to you individually, everybody in this house, collectively hearing from God and moving in the things that He's called you to do. The thing that He's called you to do, called you to be. Amen? You're called to be a Christian. Can I tell you, you know, everybody's called to be a believer. But like I said, we don't stop at salvation. We don't, we don't stop, we're not stopping at just salvation. I want to do this tonight. Listen, I, I, I feel... I don't know how often we'll do that. I feel like we've got, we'll, we'll continually be bringing this back around the people this year. So we, so we don't come off course. So, so, so we keep the direction. We keep, we keep the vision. We keep, you know, because Peter broke out. I believe people are going to break out into things this year that they, they've, they've they said yes to. God got their yes, but they haven't known how to get the strategy for it. They haven't, they haven't known how to they haven't known how to pursue it. But people have given their yes to the Lord. 